everyone. I'm Tina. And I'm Serena. And we are the Mental Health Mamas. Welcome to No Need to Explain. We are so glad you're here. First, as always, a quick disclaimer. We come to you not as mental health professionals or experts in the field, but rather as parents with lived experience who are on a mission to normalize the conversation around mental health. If you or someone you love is experiencing a mental health crisis, please seek professional support. You'll find a variety of resources in our show notes and on our website, no need to explain podcast.com. Serena, can you believe that we are at the end of our third season? I guess I would say it is unbelievable and yeah, believable at the same time. <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot of work. Um, and I, I feel like it's like, you know, when the month changes and you're like, can you believe that it's June, <laughs> that it's July? You know, it just, it happens every month. <laughs> it happens every month and every month keeps coming, which is a good thing. So it is a good thing. Um, so this little project truly meant to be for those parents we supported, uh, not to toot our own horn, toot toot. This podcast honestly has become so much more to so many more people. Um, what we hear from our listeners is that our topics and guests are compelling, diverse, and our topics really are resonating with so many people. Yes, absolutely. And we are hitting the mark of what we had hoped for, and that was to normalize mental health and help people feel supported. Maybe this is the first episode you've ever listened to. And if so, we want you to know that you are not alone. Mm-hmm, for sure. So let's do a little year in review. And we always get this question. <laughs> what is your favorite episode? Like picking your favorite child. We right. will not do it. Uh, it really is so hard. So we had have had a lot of guests. I believe this is episode, I don't even know, in the 40s, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, of this season. Yes. Of this season. Exactly. Uh, and we have covered um, very passionate topics and um, had a lot of guests. And so instead of guests, we'll review topics and themes, which seems more fair somehow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we began our season with a very famous guest. And I will generalize and say that we have had guests this season who are out there in the world doing truly amazing things in a very public forum. These folks are writing books, producing podcasts, shining a very bright light on so many topics that relate to and are deeply entwined with mental health. Mm -hmm. It's amazing to meet all these people. And we've tried this season uh, to dig a little deeper and explore topics that, you know, maybe have some differing perspectives. So we've kind of picked a topic and tried to um, do some something similar with several different guests. Um, We've had guests this season who have created programs, techniques, and even products that can help you build your mental health toolbox. And we've had many folks who speak very candidly about their own mental health and what they do to not only take good care of themselves and build up their toolboxes, but also take good care of others in their lives and in the world. And, you know, I have to say a Mm -hmm. common theme, um, it seems to me, and people who are open about their own mental health is that they are helpers. Yes, absolutely. And they don't take good enough care of themselves. That is <laughs> true. That's always a hard question. And the thing is, if you've ever listened to our podcast, 
we're going to ask you that question. That's right. Um, We have covered a few um, newsworthy topics that we haven't yet broached, like medication, um, sexuality and gender identity, grief, care for all, including those in the sandwich generation, or maybe... um, our school shooting topics, Mm -hmm. which yeah, was, was tough. So, yeah. Yeah. We're going to circle back to that in a moment, but we um, produced and dropped our 100th episode this season. Um, So, you know, circling back to amazed, we Mm -hmm. uh, started with, you know, two episodes and (laughs) (laughs) thought, how are we going to keep doing this? And we have, we've kept doing, and we're way beyond a hundred at this point. Um, So you know, and what that means is if you haven't had a chance, maybe you just found our podcast, maybe you've just listened to a few, there's lots of back catalog for you to listen to. Um, we take a break over the summer and we're about to take that break. So this is your chance to go back and uh, listen to all the ones that you've missed. Um, you can, there's lots of different topics. There's something for everybody. My favorite thing to do in a car, mm-hmm. listen to podcasts. So Sometimes I just put Serena on just to be my travel buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We truly, and I think this is a deep, uh, I I hope that our guests feel this and I hope that our listeners feel it too. We love meeting the people Mm -hmm. who, who visit. Now we don't have a studio together. Serena and I never record together. (laughs) Um, We don't record with our guests except on zoom. So, um, all of these guests have been bright lights in the world, often turning some kind of life experience into a very purposeful mission. Um, if you're one of those guests and are listening right now, thank you, thank you, thank you for brightening our world. And thanks for all you do to normalize mental health. It's good that we're not alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So let's shift a little bit and talk about some of the things going on in the news right now. Um, And we're going to specifically focus on the U.S. since um, that tends to be our largest audience. We know we have friends all over the world, but the U.S. is what we know. Um, So there was a New York Times article recently about a shortage of medications ranging from chemotherapy drugs to ADHD medications. Um, And what I will say about this, um, you know, and other other mental health um, meds, all sorts of medications across the across the spectrum um, that, uh, you know, um, I have family members that have dealt with this, um, and it's it's scary. It can be life threatening, and it can also be um, as a parent of a kid with ADHD. I'm just sorry for the teachers. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, and for yourself, come on. Yes. Let's just say that. So here's some info from that article that Serena's talking about, and I quote: "Prescriptions increased more than 10% across many age groups." according to the CDC, why experts point to the uh, the collision of two recent trends in the U.S., the growing acceptance and acknowledgement of mental health issues and policy changes brought on by COVID, the COVID-19 pandemic that increased the use of telemedicine. Mm-hmm. And that seems to make total sense to me, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, it's an interesting outcome, right, of this greater awareness of taking care of our 
of our mental health and more people talking about it and seeking support um, is good, but I think we, we outpaced, right? What, mm-hmm. <laughs> what was available to us in our country. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the more we normalize mental health, the more people seek therapy. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like, especially this generation growing up right now, so the young adults, um, they're very different than we were growing up and they, you know, they're, they're uh, taking mental health days and, and doing things mm-hmm. that I think we never would have done. Maybe we will now, maybe we would now, maybe we can now, <laughs> but um, it is not something that we did in the past. Um, and so, so we know that the gold standard um, for staying well in terms of mental health challenges is a multi-pronged approach and it might include the use of medications along with therapy. And so um, the more people who seek that gold standard, the more need for medication. And as Tina quoted above, uh, this is also the result of more people having access to that care uh, during the pandemic through those telemed appointments. Which interestingly, for a long time, since Serena and I supported parents, we were told that it couldn't happen, Mm -hmm. couldn't happen, couldn't happen. And then all of a sudden it could. Mm -hmm. Amazing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So very interesting and something we don't, we don't really have much control over the production of medication or so, so, you know, at this, at this point, but certainly it's just something to be aware of um, for sure. And it perhaps highlights the importance of making sure that our toolbox is shored up Mm -hmm. so that we have tools and strategies that might help us when we can't rely on the meds. And again, I'm not going to, meds are important. If you have them, I believe Serena used the words Mm life-threatening. If you stop medication, you know, very quickly, it can at, at best make you sick at worst, you know, worst. So don't (laughs) chance it, but really, um, so our message isn't stop taking your meds because they're not available. It is be aware of this circumstance. So um, yeah, and it is one of our tools and so Mm -hmm. is therapy. And so could a lot of other things be in your toolbox, right? Right, right. And we've talked a lot on on this podcast about um, really, I I think, you know, I I believe this was a problem before COVID, but then it just really, um, you know, became a really big problem that we don't have enough therapists to support the people who are seeking therapy. Um, You know, personally, in my family, my youngest has been on a wait list for nine months now. so yeah, this is a problem. We need to be filling those toolboxes to do other things in the meantime. And we're hoping that, you know, we're moving in the right direction, that this is going to improve. I think so. I was talking to a friend, interestingly, about um, she she had started social work school mm-hmm. and she said, you know, somebody needs to look at that system. It's been the same forever. And mm-hmm. how you go about becoming a therapist is becoming increasingly more difficult. Right. And so there aren't as many people to do it. So, you know, that's a good example of we need to think outside of the box on these mm-hmm. things. And people have to be open to do other things. So anyway. Okay. So this episode, total mishmash, right? We've mm-hmm. talked about a lot of things. So I want to shift to a very tough one. Um one that we've addressed in two episodes this season. Uh, We mentioned it above and um, just wanted to circle back because it's such an important issue and because it hit very close to home for me um, last month. 
So Richmond, Virginia, my home city, had a tra- tragic mass shooting following a graduation ceremony. It was in early June. A father and a son were shot and killed, and a total of seven people were injured. I'm going to be transparent and honest, as I always am, and say that as horrifying as this was, it honestly just seems like a matter of time until your city's the one, right? Mm -hmm. Um, It's almost weekly in our nation that we have someone shot or many people shot in in a shooting, and we're not making any headway. We literally could spend a whole entire episode talking about this, which we might at some point, because mm-hmm. I think it's important to keep circling back to hard things. Um, perhaps, yeah, we'll see where it goes. But I wanted to comment on a few things. And I just want to make clear, in no way am I siding with anyone. This was a horrible decision made by an individual, and it has cha- forever changed everyone's lives, right? Everyone, everyone who knew these, these folks. So my first observation would be people who feel supported and connected to others do not pick up a gun and end another human's life. If they have kindness and humanity and connection in their soul, they don't do that kind of thing. There's an African proverb that says the child who is not embraced by the village will burn it down to feel its warmth. And I'm going to circle back to Scarlett Lewis and say in her episode, um, she basically says if this were only about guns, we would have solved this already. But we're not doing that. We're not addressing these things. So she's, she decided to take a very different approach, which is to spread far and wide a program that teaches youth and, and teachers and staff members of any kind how to care about one another, how to choose love. And again, if you have not listened to this episode, just do it next. Just mm-hmm. cue it up and do it next. Yeah, so so Scarlett um, lost her son. Uh, he was killed in the Sandy Hook tragedy, um, which is it's horrifying. And I know as a parent, you know, my gut instinct is to like avoid all of that, right? To stay far away from it. Um, and we've certainly heard that feedback about her episode, people being afraid to listen. But really, really, I encourage you to listen. It is super important. Um, and she does not dwell on her son's death. He is the reason for everything she does. Um, and he is part of her story, but her story is one of hope. Um, if you can believe that, please go listen to it. Yes, it's really amazing. So my second observation would be a really important one, which is shake things up. What is it, Einstein, that says the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, right? right? I don't know if that was Einstein. Maybe. (laughs) Okay. Well, it's someone important who said a very important thing. So we have often used the same social programs to, quote, help people struggling with mental health and trauma. Mm -hmm. Many of these programs, and this is a very important observation that Serena and I made as we were doing our work that we did with families in, in the counties in New York, many of these programs are designed by professionals who we greatly respect, who do not have lived experience Mm -hmm. themselves, or at least aren't coming at that issue with their lived experience. 
So here is the invitation I will put out to each of you. Invite families and people with lived experience to inform the creation of these programs and policies. We believe that people know what they need. We saw it over and over again. You ask people what they need. They tell you what they need. Mm -hmm. Invite, connect, and really listen to people. So by the way, this is true of youth as well. And youth have tons of wisdom. They absolutely do. So I guess what I would say to anybody out there, if you are designing a program that affects another person and that person is not in the room, they need to be in the room. Again, all due respect to all of our professionals, they need to be there too. But you know, equally as important is the people uh, who are affected, the people with the lived experience. Um, so bring them into the room, bring the youth, bring the families. Um, and, you know, all of these perspectives are important to to inform our decisions and our programs and our opportunities. Um, and so this is the other episode where we um, discussed school shootings um, was uh, with a guest named Aaron Stark. And he has um, a TED talk that he gave um, entitled, I was almost a school shooter. And our episode has the same title. Um, and he talks very openly about um, his own story and what stopped him from becoming a school shooter, that he was primed, that he, you know, had all of the reasons to do it um, and and what made a difference for him. So again, super important conversation. Please go listen to that. Mm-hmm. About perspectives. We all need to hear the perspectives, right? And I admit that was a lot. Uh, we, yeah, it was a lot. And I appreciate you letting me, uh, you know, kind of dump that out on the last episode. Of course. Having a lot of feels about that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So let's continue for a moment talking about social emotional connection to one another and address a very particular challenge that's coming up. Um, kindness, connection, humanity for one another is going to challenge us in the upcoming election year. And Politics is something that I don't like to talk about. I'm a bit of an ostrich in the sand, if that's a real thing. I don't know. But... <laughs> so that's something We're not like. bird experts here. Yeah, we'll I don't just know. Say that. I don't know. But... <laughs> um, what we know is that any election year brings a lot of divisiveness and, quite frankly, ugliness to the mainstream media. And our country has been so divided. And we are lacking kindness, connection, humanity. We don't have those things right now. We need to have civil conversations, and that's a whole episode in itself. Mm-hmm. So I was talking to a friend last night on this topic. Um, uh, she lived in China for a while, and uh, if you know much about China, there's a lot in, in countries like that. There's a lot of media restriction, and um, it's it, there aren't negative stories on, on the news. There just aren't. And so she found herself not being upset that she wasn't hearing the news, but instead feeling really positive, right? She didn't Mm -hmm. hear any negative things. So it's a really interesting observation for sure. Well, and I do wonder too, you know, not that bad things don't happen and it's important to know about them, but uh, if we're inundated with them all the time, we feel bad. Um, Mm -hmm. And so the idea that if you're not in that state, you know, we (laughs) we can make more of a difference in the world in terms of of hope and and kindness. And so, you know, we're not in the business of advice giving, although we certainly have done Mm -hmm. it. (laughs) 
Um, we might suggest uh, gently that you take good care of yourself around this challenge, right? So in the words of Brene Brown, limit your consumption of the news cycle. Mm-hmm, agreed. And great reminder and permission slip granted. So now for another shift. Shifty shift. <laughs> Hope you're following us out there. <laughs> um, so things are changing a little bit in the mental health mama world. Um, and we're going to be very honest with you um, and admit that we're not sure what this podcast will look like next year. Um, we both agree that our audience values the content. Um, we love putting this out for you all the time. Um, and it is a lot of work to put out a podcast every week. We've dropped an episode um, every week for three seasons. That's three years. Um, it's like, you know, a few little breaks, um, but there are other projects we've had on the back burner. So we're looking at maybe pulling those up front on the stove, right? Um, mm-hmm. And we will continue to put out the podcast as much as we can. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a little less frequent, perhaps every other week as we work on some different things for you yeah we'll see what we can manage so some exciting things on the horizon and it's clear to me from the feedback you know we get that you're listening and enjoying the content and this is a great opportunity for us to mention that we are always happy to hear from you we would love to hear about topics that you want us to explore uh, want us to revisit things that are relevant to you and your life um, other meaningful things to perhaps, you know, your family or you've heard from other people, um, let us know what you need and we will be happy to um, hear hear you and yeah. And we, we really are all about connection. I know it's easy to sit here on the other side of this microphone and, and <laughs> say that to you, but I hope you believe us and that we really mm-hmm. want to connect with our audience. Um So I thought we would, um, as we bring our episode and our season to a close today and look ahead for the summer, um, you might remember that we had an episode in January where we shared our vacations that um, weren't really vacations. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And that seems so very long ago. And here we are again, making plans. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, maybe you're planning a trip this summer. Maybe you're just envisioning what your summer is going to look like. Um, I think, you know, there's a lot of expectations about, about summer, about trips, about family time, about, you know, whatever. Um, and so one of the things we've certainly learned and I think, you know, have known, but it's a good reminder that um, sometimes we need to check those expectations as we plan. If you're envisioning that perfect summer, um, you might want to think about that a little bit. Yes, that is one of our learned, uh, our, our, the, it gives us the L-E and M-L-E, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have learned that summer is a challenging time, no matter where you are, where you go, even if you stay home, right? It is a shift in total schedule, which can be really, really challenging. And I have to say, not just for adults, because mm-hmm. if you remember, I have adult people and even my adult people struggle with shifts in season because other people take vacations that that affect you and yeah so we could go on and on about that but what i'm going to the, the advice that i'm not going to give you <laughs> i am really going to give it to you <laughs> is validate your feelings we're all about the feels here at the mental health mamas no need to explain podcast and 
it's important to just acknowledge your feelings and it matters, right? Just mm-hmm. saying, gosh, okay, I need a moment here because I'm feeling scared. I'm feeling fearful. I'm feeling a little bit sad. Mm-hmm. I'm whatever it is that you're feeling, take the time acknowledging it helps. Right. Right. And something that we certainly embrace in my family is to expect the unexpected. Because <laughs> the unexpected always happens. Um, and, and I'm always trying to reframe it for my kids, right? To turn it into an adventure. It's certainly always a story that can be told. It's never boring. <laughs> this is never boring. That is true. And we will end with laugh a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I often say at times in my life, if I were not laughing, I would be crying. So let's just laugh because you got to laugh. Mm-hmm. I yes. miss Serena's laugh every time I don't talk to her for a few days. It is the thing that I miss. the Well, not the most, because I like a lot of things about <laughs> you, but I miss your laugh. See that laugh. I miss it. <laughs> Well, and and I'm just gonna, you know, I'm gonna thank you, Tina. I don't think we express our gratitude to one another all um as much as we could. Uh, certainly, um this is a labor of love and um I'm glad to be doing it with you. Um and I'm gonna take a moment and say Serena and her people take on a lot of this podcast and have for a while. And I have tried to step up and do a little bit just in the last two episodes, which probably hasn't been all that helpful, but I have appreciated how much work it is. And it's so much work and I'm not even doing it all. They're still doing some of it. So please know how grateful I am to you and your fam for all the stuff that you do to make this awesome. Yeah. Thanks. Okay, we're going to stop now. (laughs) (laughs) And so podcast friends, we are as always grateful for you spending your time with us today and listening. We know that you have literally millions of choices out there and you took the time to spend some time with us today. And we really, really appreciate that. If you get a chance, please go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review, subscribe, share with others. It gets our podcast out to more people. And the more people our podcast reaches, the more we can continue giving you a podcast um so you will find more content on our website no need to explain podcast.com find us on the socials leave us a voice message we we again love connection so you'll find that number in our notes tell us what's in your toolbox tell us your summer plans tell us the vacation that wasn't whatever you want (laughs) all Um, the funny stories (laughs) all the funny stories or just call and say hi And this is your gentle reminder to take good care of yourself while you are also taking care of your people. Thanks for listening. Bye.